Triple H FM Sports in association with Atlas Chartered Accountants. The Post, Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports welcomes you to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. And now here's your host, the Raging Bull, Anthony Caruso. Good evening and welcome to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. It is also now available at triplehh.com.au. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Hornsby RSL, ISC Sports and Business Plaza. Anthony the Bull Caruso back with you in the chair and we are excited to bring you another top 10 or in this case, it's going to be a bottom 10. Ladies and gentlemen, we know from time to time we have seen a bit of a mixture of the rich and the famous try and get involved to show that they are just like every one of our average Joes when it comes to sports support. Some of it is genuine and we'll come to that in another podcast later on, but tonight... It is all about celebrating the worst of the worst, those who really can't stake a claim to be a genuine sports star. Joining us tonight, he has been known as the AFL Whisperer, but had produced one of the great episodes in his recent interview, his debut as a presenter on Splinters. He's back with us here tonight. Ariane Shah, good evening to you. Good evening, everyone, and good evening, Anthony. I can't wait to get into this. We are all set to absolutely rip into some of these celebrities because, let's face it, you can't fake authenticity, can you, Ariane? No, and you can really tell when people are trying too hard. It's pretty obvious. I mean, we, we've seen some horrendous ones. We, we, we ended up with a list of 10, the, the, the top 10 worst sports um, celebrity fans, um, and so much so that we've even got, I think, a couple of dishonorable mentions that we won't tell now, but we'll go and mention. And we're, we're cover- we are really covering all areas of the globe and indeed all areas of celebrity life. Yeah, exactly. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to sharpen up the tools. We are about to get savage here. Right here, this is Splinters. And we're going to kick things off here. Ariane, do you want to tell us who is number 10 on our worst celebrity sports fans? Well, yeah, Lady Gaga. And she is probably someone that not many people would expect to be associated with sport. But she has been pretty loyal in her support. She's a New York, yeah, she's a loyal New York uh, native and she's, but she supports the Yankees over the match. Oh, look, I mean, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt. She is, as you said, she is a New York native, but, you know, supporting the Yankees over the Mets, it's, it's, it's a little bit, you know, really, but look. I think we can accept, we can give her the benefit of the doubt, but that's not the reason why she's been nominated, has she, Ariane? No, but she came out as a Manchester United fan. We all know that that's the biggest EPL bandwagon club for all the people that kind of try to be relevant in that scene, but they don't really know much about EPL or soccer as a sport. Oh, that is just painful. I mean, we've seen others try and do it with Chelsea or Manchester City, but I mean, we all know Manchester United. It is just, you declare yourself to be a Manchester United fan, yet you may as well just declare yourself to just be a straight out bandwagon. 100%. Oh, that is, that's painful. Lady Gaga, seriously. I mean, we even know you have Italian heritage inside you. Um <laughs> Yeah, if you declared an allegiance for an Italian club, yes, we would accept that. If you said you were a Chelsea supporter, yeah, you know what? Given their history of Chelsea of Italian players in it, yeah, maybe the benefit of the doubt, or even Everton, given they've had a lot of US players. But Manchester yeah, United, yeah, and I'm serious? sure you can think of so many 
better Italian clubs that deserve support over Manchester United. Oh God, I could think of plenty more. Absolutely could think of plenty, plenty more. But you know what they say, you do what you can to raise your celebrity status in that, in that regards. So there we are. Number 10, Lady Gaga. Who is in at number nine? Yeah, so this would probably surprise people that he's like that high. I must admit that like even before I heard he was on this list, I thought he was a professional boxer from his role in Rocky. But number nine is Sylvester Stallone. And he's a massive fan of boxing for obvious reasons. But he's been constantly teasing about taking an interest in Everton FC for the past five years, but he's never actually bothered to take any initiative past the talking stage. I mean, we he's come out as being a bit of an evidence supporter. I, I don't know the connection with it. I don't understand if there is actually a connection with it. But what is absolutely horrendous with Sylvester Stallone is twice he has come out and said that he's going to take a financial interest in the club and it's not happened. I mean, I love love Sylvester Stallone as an actor. Him in Rocky, him in um, Creed, he has been absolutely incredible. And the work he has done in some of the other movies is the stuff of legends and he deserves all the praise that he can get. But dude, come on. I mean, if you're going to... If you're going to say you're going to you know, financially support a club, don't tease about it. Just do it. And do more than just simply turn up in a jersey and a scarf and say, yeah, I'm going to slap $5 million down on a club. No, no, it doesn't work like that, bro. Yeah, the thing with that is, like, when someone is supporting a club, they often need money quite urgently for the club to run and they need some kind of commitment. So you can't just uh, say those empty statements without actually taking initiative. There we are, ladies and gentlemen, Sylvester Stallone in at number nine. We're going to go to number eight. And uh, we go from the somewhat absurd to the absolutely hilarious. And this time we're going to Canada. For number eight, who is it, Ariane? Yeah, and I know he's been a regular at his hometown Toronto games, and he's a loyal fan in that regard. But whenever Drake supports a team, that team loses. So whatever you do, do not take Drake's support of your team as genuine or anything to go by because he is... Great example of what you would call a bad luck charm. Oh, God, isn't he ever? And the the list of victims in, with regards to Drake um, has been something quite legendary. Um, it, it is just – I don't know how to explain. I don't know why. I, I, don't, I don't know why that is the case. And – some of them are just absolutely huge. He's turned up to support Conor McGregor. He's turned up to support the University of Alabama. He's turned up to support Paul Pogba, Pierre-Emerick Aboumayang. He's turned up to support Sergio Aguero, Jaden Sancho, um, Anthony Joshua. Oh, it's just, mate, give it up. I don't think they actually want you there. <laughs> Because they realise if you show up, you are basically the Grim Reaper of sports. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it's so it's interesting because it's so hard for some of these celebrities to be relevant in ways of everyday life, but that's definitely not the way to go about it. Oh, it just, it absolutely isn't. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the big one with Paul Pogba in particular. Maybe that's when his career actually fell apart at Manchester United is when Drake officially declared himself a fan of, of Pogba. Yeah, I think that could be the case. 
Or maybe we should go one step further. Maybe Lady Gaga needs to go and ask Drake why she why he's supporting Pogba. Maybe that might sort the two out. Yeah, something needs to happen. Something needs to happen fast. Oh, dear God. Ladies and gentlemen, if Drake turns out and declares himself to be a fan of your favorite sports star or sports team, run for the hills because you're done. You are absolutely done. And it's funny because you always see him at an indoor basketball court or at a game um, really getting quite invested in it as well. Oh, uh, he's getting invested because he's know he's losing. That's why. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. That's that's painful. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. At number eight is Drake. We then move on to number seven on our list, and it is David Beckham. Now, Ariane, this is this is a tough one to stomach, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting considering he is a very famous footballer and he's been around that circuit for a long time. But the thing he gets wrong is he always uses any opportunity he can at an EPL game or even at the F1 recently to promote himself and really take the shine off the people that matter. So he's pretty fine example of like a very fake superficial fan who is very sort of narcissistic in his own way let's we'll be fair to him on one aspect he grew up a manchester united fan as as a child he even went to the academy and the only time he did not play for manchester united during his time in england was when he was sent on loan to leighton orient so we can give him credit in terms of him putting his money where his mouth was in terms of being a Manchester United fan. He went and played for Manchester United. Yeah, so that's loyalty on one side. Yeah, absolutely. We can understand him trying to promote sport in Los Angeles. We, we can understand that. What he did for the LA Galaxy, what he did for you know the, the MLS was just absolutely incredible. But for then for him to turn around and go and try and start up a brand new team in Miami, I mean, that was a little bit hard to stomach. And then, Ariane, his appearance at the Miami Formula One, what on earth was going on there? Yeah, it was so it was so funny because when he was interviewed and I saw what was going on the race, he actually knew nothing about it and he tried to deflect from that fact by going back to football. So I don't know what he was doing there and why he thought his presence was relevant because he obviously knows nothing about something that isn't related to football. And I mean, it goes it goes further than that. I mean, we know with the Formula One that we have seen celebrities rock up there who just do not have an interest there. They just promote themselves. Megan the Stallion comes to mind there straight away. And, you know, I, I, lo- I mean, we love Martin Brundle. He can smell BS a mile off. And he smelt it with Bex. Yeah, definitely. He has a really keen eye for that. Yeah, and if he latches on, you are going to get exposed. So there we are, ladies and gentlemen, David Beckham in at number seven, and can I honestly say so richly deserved that he should be there in that regards. We then move on to number six, and uh, this is one you threw up very late in the piece, and I've got to say I couldn't agree more, absolutely deserves it, especially considering his antics a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, well, actually, not even a couple of weeks ago, a year ago, around this time last year, with Wimbledon, who have you lobbed in at number six? Tom Cruise, and you can oh. really see during the uh, Wimbledon matches, especially. I think he came to watch either semi-final or the final when Ash Barty was playing, and every time the camera was on, he would start waving and carrying on and he kept trying to distract people 
from why they were there in the first place. It was very amusing. Oh, God. It was just... It wasn't his day. It wasn't meant to be his day. He had no point making it all about himself. This was Ash Barty's big moment. She was about to make history on the courts of Wimbledon that day, and Tom Cruise tried to make it all about himself. And the funny part was as well that the television cameras really caught on to it as well. Every spare moment, they would bring the camera back to Tom Cruise and um, really zone in on him, kind of being charismatic towards other people sitting nearby or just like jumping up and down, pretending to be invested in the game. And I guess there becomes a danger when you've had that much time at being in the spotlight that you can't share it with other people. What's what's even more incredible about it is that no furniture was actually damaged as a result of everything that Tom Cruise was actually doing that day. Like uh, it just it just brought flashbacks of his inter- interview with Oprah, where he started jumping on Oprah's couch on stage. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't do the same thing at Wimbledon. To be perfectly honest, I thought you oh, would have broke. I probably would have broken the chairs in the process of doing that. Yeah, definitely. He seems like he has a lot of channeled up energy that he can't really get out any other way without uh, being a little bit sort of vandalizing. <laughs> Only a tad obnoxious, isn't it? In terms of the, in terms of that behavior. Well, well, look, it's, that's just straight out. You know, Tom Cruise absolutely deserves to be in at number six there. Before we go and take our break, I, I think it's, I think we should bring in one of our, dishonorable mentions now what we mean by our dishonorable mentions in this case is that we are looking at someone who may not be just enough to be a a bad celebrity sports fan or they were unlucky to miss out on this list here tonight and the first one we're going to bring up is someone who is now got a reputation as an international journalist Ariane to be fair he does support his team. He is very loyal to his team, but he fits the epitome of with fans like this, who needs enemies? Yeah, I guess Pierce Morgan with his like normal sort of demeanor, he kind of attracts a lot of hate, but he just brought it to the sports field. Absolutely. For those of you who don't know, Piers Morgan, of course, now on appearing on Sky After Dark, formerly of um, television in Great Britain and on CNN in the US, had become more infamous originally as being one of the editors of um, one of the Murdoch newspapers in England, whereby he got his lights punched out by Jeremy Clarkson who, let's be honest, Ariane was probably just living out every one of our dreams anyway of what we would probably want to do to Piers Morgan. Definitely. Um, God bless you, Jeremy Clarkson. Um, To his credit, Piers Morgan is a big Arsenal supporter and he's very loyal, we we should point out. But two things came to mind. First off was his treatment of Arsene Wenger and then his now subsequent treatment at times of Mikel Arteta. And it makes you wonder what on earth he's actually doing, actually displaying his support for Arsenal in the way he does. I mean, maybe Arsenal should get him on Arsenal fans TV. It would be absolutely hilarious to watch. He must have a pretty love-hate relationship with most people. Oh, at the best of times. But the, to then do it at, at your childhood club, it just goes next level. Yeah, especially uh, being that kind of foundation member of and having that sort of history, you would think that he would have matured by now since he's kept his allegiances like that. Um, for that long. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to come back with part two 
of the top 10 worst celebrity sports fans. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Splinters, the Bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com. Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, and all good podcast sites. Of course, we do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Hornsby RSL, ISC Sports, and Business Plaza. We'll be right back. It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Hornsby RSL Club, your perfect place to catch up with friends and family. With dining options ranging from modern Australian favourites in the courtyard, authentic Asian cuisine from Keku, or delicious wood-fired pizzas from Level 1, there is something for everyone to enjoy. Join us weekly for entertainment activities such as trivia, meat raffles, bingo and free live music, or grab some tickets to see one of our first-class entertainment acts in the showroom. Thinking of holding an event? Let our friendly events team guide you through every step to create the perfect event for any occasion. Visit our website at hornsbyrsl.com.au for further details. Hornsby RSL Club, proud sponsors of Triple H. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Dom Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Bowling is back in Hornsby. The Attic offers a 10-pin bowling experience like no other, with Australia's first ever augmented reality scoring experience that will take your game to a whole new level. With a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, the Attic Entertainment Precinct is complete with a bar and lounge area to keep you entertained for hours. Specialising in kids' parties and celebrations, the Attic at Hornsby RSL Club is perfect for your next special event. Whether it be an afternoon out with the kids or a night out with friends, it will be an unforgettable occasion that will bowl you and your guests over. Visit our website, theattichornsby.com.au for more information. The Attic, proud sponsors of Triple H. Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com. Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, and TuneIn, and all good podcast sites, and also available for download at www.triplehfm.com.au. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Hornsby RSL, ISC Sports, and Business Plaza. Anthony Caruso with Ariane Shah here as we go over the top 10 worst celebrity sports fans. We've just gone through the first half of that list. Before we get to the second half, Ariane, I think it's time we sort of switch it around a little bit. We've been doing a little bit of, um, I guess you would say, solid S-canning of people who are terrible sports fans. But I think we need to make mention of those that are genuinely good sports fans, shouldn't we? Yeah, and you can't race forever. And I guess um, you need to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to top tip things off here with a, with a quick list of them. We'll go through these in um, in fairly quick order. And the first one we've got is a very famous musician who who really did put his money where his mouth is, didn't he? Yeah, so this is Justin Timberlake. He purchased a stake of his home basketball team, the Memphis Grizzlies, as often seen sitting watching their home games. And he didn't go after the big... Um, 
Town clubs but wanted to support his home team. And he really is a good supporter with like the financial he provides and the loyalty. So it's really nice. He's not going after the big clubs for the results, but he's kind of supporting his heritage. He's sort of like his family and remembering where he comes from. So that's really nice. I, it's that's that's solid credit to Justin Timberlake, and I know he, he likes a bit of golf as well, which is you know, always give credit. If someone's that big a sports fan and still enjoys a bit of golf, good on him or her for that yeah. matter. Yeah, and golf is an interesting sport because um, it's very sort of tactical and could be seen as a little bit sort of exclusive and elitist. So it sort of probably matches his status but yeah it is a massive shift to go from uh basketball to golf good on him the next one is a very famous english comedian who's done something a little interesting with his own tv contracts Ariane. yeah so he'd already written his contract uh so that this um the show would be filmed at the time to avoid clashing with all Arsenal games. Now, that's incredible planning and really loyal support. I don't think you can get that much more loyal than that, that you sort of plan your life that stringently around the games of your favourite team. That's pretty impressive. Absolutely. We are, of course, talking about Alan Davies, the comedian and TV presenter from QI, a massive Arsenal supporter, so much so he got it written into his own contracts. Uh, that's that's impressive. That is seriously impressive. Good on him. We're going to stick with football a little bit because we've got another singer, and this one's done something very special. Yeah, so this is Craig David, and we've all known – his success in the musical industry. But what you didn't know is his solid support for Southampton. So he's regularly doing discounted uh, concerts at St. Mary's Stadium. And then he often talks about the stories where he used to sneak into their training grounds and practice some football, Um, even getting in once when Matt Letizia was training. So... Shows how his childhood dreams have really carried on and he's stuck with the team. And yeah, really impressive support. Loyal to other fans. And you can see some clear favoritism there. Again, we know about Macklemore as um, from his rapping exploits. And we know that he's a huge fan of everything Seattle especially the Seahawks, and he's been a leading figure to bring the Sonics back to Seattle. So that just shows how much of a diehard fan he is of his hometown and how much he cares for the support and the locality of it. So really impressive support there. Oh, that that is special. I mean, we as we move, and it segues nicely to our next one in terms of bringing your home team back to their main sport. Seeing the Seattle Supersonics coming back in basketball, we then move to the next one who did the same thing in the world of rugby league. Yeah, and we all know Kim for his exploits in the media industry, but Andrew Denton, he's just about the most diehard South Sydney fan you could probably get. And he put his own time free of charge to get the club reinstated back into the NRL, and that's really, really solid. And that's commitment. That's off that's, to him. That is absolute commitment right there. So absolutely brilliant. Another one, probably one of the biggest music stars of all time, once again, putting his money where his mouth is, not only in terms of football, but people won't realise it, but with regards to tennis. Yeah, and he's a massive uh, – this is Elton John, so Elton John we're talking about. and. Uh, he's a massive supporter of Billie Jean King and put all proceeds from his single Philadelphia Freedom towards King's Foundation. As for football, he bought his childhood club 
Watford. And that's just taking it a step further. We know that uh, other celebrities have provided special favors to their fans, but this, but Elton John has actually gone and done the full deal in buying the club and helped them drive them back to the Premier League. And he's now the permanent president of Watford. So it's good on him. Like it takes a lot to to go and buy a football club, but that that's special. That is truly special. In terms it takes of that. a lot to even commit to doing that. Yeah, it does. There's a lot of, as we mentioned before, a lot of people that say they're going to do something they don't actually follow through. So to have that much sustained commitment and support and really continue it, that's really solid and really generous. We then go to our next one. I'm going to stick with English football, but, oh, this one's, this one's special. This one is truly special. Go for it, Ariane. Yeah, so this is Sir Patrick Stewart, uh, often called Jean-Luc Picard, and he makes the list. He sports all things from Huddersfield, between the Huddersfield Giants, Huddersfield Football Club, and he's a noted motor racing fan, regularly doing interviews and showing some knowledge about how the cars work. Now, I find this one really special because he's not just a supporter, but he shows that he knows about all the different sports and he has knowledge and he can talk about it uh, without being afraid of looking stupid or doing it um, for it. any oh. other personal gain or ulterior motives. Oh, absolutely! Some of the interviews he's done on that has been absolute has been quite excellent. And um, in terms of the car race, I mean, there was nothing better than seeing one of the presentations he did for the Formula One, where Daniel Ricciardo convinced him to to have a shoey, and he went for it. He just went, "Give me some of that." Good on it. I mean, no one has it. Honestly, no one has a bad word to say about Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, he deserves all the credit he gets. One of the ones we are going to stick with and something you won't know of is Jennifer Saunders. Now, this is one that many people will not have actually picked up. Jennifer Saunders, of course, one of the brilliant female comedians of the world, had a brilliant comedic double act with Dawn French, who, of course, everyone knows now as the vicar of Dimbleby. Um, But what you don't know about Jennifer Saunders is that she is a massive motor racing tragic, so much so that she has declared her allegiances to all car brands Alfa Romeo. She has owned four in her lifetime. That takes commitment. Yeah, especially four of the same car because you would think after one has gone bust or you found something wrong with one of them that you'd want to change or just a new sort of style or upgrade of technology. But yeah, that is real allegiance at its finest. (laughs) Now, one of the ones you wanted to bring up in particular, and I guess sort of ties into why we've done this in particular, one of the great comedic actors, and you're, you're, you're frothing to bring this one up. Yeah, this is Ben Stiller. He's a massive New York Knicks fan. We didn't expect was one particular outing at the US F1 Grand Prix in Austin, Texas. So following... Martin Brundle's snub by not only Megan the Stallion and the Williams sisters, uh, not the first time that they've been snubbed by Brundle. Um, ben Stiller's security originally told Brundle that Stiller was off limits, only for Stiller himself to tell his detail to back off and uh, bring his son to do a joint interview with Brundle, where he massively outed himself as a genuine F1 fan, even talking about how excited he was to uh, buy the new rags. Well, the fact that he could actually talk to ground effect was impressive. Yeah, the fact that he knows so much that he even had the confidence to do an impromptu interview like a sports reporter that would be on the ground. That's impressive. That is massively impressive. And good on him for taking his boy up there as well. 
who got in amongst it. We're going to go back to England with the next one. We mentioned Alan Davies. We can't mention Alan Davies with mentioning his partner in crime when it comes to comedy and probably one of England's most beloved characters. Yeah, and this is Sir Stephen Fry. He's another one that put his money where his mouth is. Um, he's the known season ticket. He's the known season ticket holder for his beloved Norwich City, and has a very strong affinity with cricket. With his great uncle CV Fry being a former captain of the England cricket team, and that is just amazing to have your uncle being uh, awarded one of the highest honours in cricket from one of the foundation countries. That's really impressive. And- oh, it is. It is. He loves going to the, to the test matches. He's one of those that will say, no, I'm not doing these commitments because the Lord's test is on and I'm going to Lord's. Oh, how many days are you going to go down there? Just the one? All five days. And you see him on the TV quite a lot when England is playing. He's always interviewed about something. Yeah, and he'll just sit back down in his seat just with the crowd and just enjoy the day. Yeah. We're going to stick with England cricket and one you would not have expected to appear. I didn't even know Hugh Grant was a fan of um, No, 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 no. No, no, no. We'll get to Hugh Grant in a moment. It's actually, I'll bring you in. Lily Allen. It's it's Lily Allen, yes. Yeah, so the former musical prodigies, great grandfather is Gavi Allen, who captained England during the time of Don Bradman. That is amazing for someone like that to be distantly related to. That's not distantly. One the that's great, not distantly. That's direct. Your great yeah, grandfather. Further down. Mm. Um, so he's been seen semi-regular appearances on Test Match Specials and thoroughly impressed everyone with their knowledge of the game. And what I like about her again is that she's not a fan just for the sake of being a fan or the family connection, but actually can talk about the game and has some analysis and comment uh, when asked. So that's impressive. Well, let's go on to the next one. You've already you've already spilt the beans on this one, and there's a famous story about our next fan. Yeah, so as I was mentioning before, Hugh Grant, big English actor, and he's a massive, such a massive fan of Fulham that to make ends meet while building up his credentials within acting, he worked as a groundskeeper at Craven Cottage itself and regularly travels to away matches. This is a solid commitment because this is not only being a supporter and uh, being a loyal one at that, but actually being directly involved with the club. And we all know how important groundskeepers are to sports such as football. Well, let's stick with football. And we're going to go from London up up to Scotland and probably one of the most famous Celtic supporters in the world. Yeah, so Rod Stewart, probably almost semi-retired with his musical career, but there's no questioning Rod's love of football. So the Scottish crooner is a die-hard Celtic supporter. And at one stage was a part of the academy at Celtics as a boy. He still gets in the odd game, including his love of Celtic within one of his biggest hits, You're In My Heart. And this is quite funny because oftentimes with singers, they talk about people in their lives or like love stories, but he has transformed this completely in youth sport. And the fact that he's had that personal connection of being an academy player, he knows what it's like to be among the, amongst the group and um, be up there in his talent with the sport. Yeah, I never knew he was that multi-talented in lots of areas. So yeah, he was not a bad, impressive. He's not a bad player. He was not a bad player in his day, as is the next one on the other side of Glasgow. 
Yeah, and Gordon Ramsay, we all know him as one of the most temperamental chefs around. And I still don't know whether he puts it on or it's part of his actual personality. But we may know what you may not know is that he started off cooking following a knee injury whilst being part of the Rangers Academy in Glasgow. So if it wasn't for the unfortunate end to his football career, who knows where he might have been. He he was and he was part he was part of the, the Rangers under sixteens. And he even trialed a couple of times with the first grade team for Rangers. So that shows how good a player he actually was. Yeah, the fact that he nearly made it and just the fact that injury cost him the wrong time could have been a very different career. And yeah, gonna... he's obviously not well known for that at all. So it's... We're going to finish off on this segment before we go to our break on a double act here. Best mate from high school. Uh, we're going to mention one of them in particular, but we have to, we can't mention one without the other on this. And they're both very famous, although one bigger than the other. Yes, this is Hugh Jackman. Um, the other famous Hugh is possibly a local cross for our head of women's sport. But he's a well-known Seagulls tragic who's always attended games at Brookville Oval whenever time commitments permit. But he claims Tuvi as his favourite player. Good choice. And he can often be seen with his childhood mate, Gus Wallen, who's an equally tragic Risha supporter. What a beautiful friendship and a beautiful story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Both of them, of course, went to Knox Grammar as kids, uh, basically grown up together, giving each other ribbings all the time when it comes to rugby league. But a great story in terms of that one there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our second break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap it up here with our the finishing of our list of our top 10 worst celebrity sports fans. You are listening to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, all good podcast sites and even available at www.triplehfm.com.au. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Hornsby RSL, ISC Sports and Business Plaza. We'll be right back. It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Hornsby RSL Club, your perfect place to catch up with friends and family. With dining options ranging from modern Australian favourites in the courtyard, authentic Asian cuisine from Keku, or delicious wood-fired pizzas from Level 1, there is something for everyone to enjoy. Join us weekly for entertainment activities such as trivia, meat raffles, bingo and free live music, or grab some tickets to see one of our first-class entertainment acts in the showroom. Thinking of holding an event? Let our friendly events team guide you through every step to create the perfect event for any occasion. Visit our website at hornsbrsl.com.au for further details. Hornsby RSL Club, proud sponsors of Triple H. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Dom Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. 
Bowling is back in Hornsby. The Attic offers a 10-pin bowling experience like no other, with Australia's first ever augmented reality scoring experience that will take your game to a whole new level. With a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, the Attic Entertainment Precinct is complete with a bar and lounge area to keep you entertained for hours. Specialising in kids' parties and celebrations, the Attic at Hornsby RSL Club is perfect for your next special event. Whether it be an afternoon out with the kids or a night out with friends, it will be an unforgettable occasion that will bowl you and your guests over. Visit our website, theattichornsby.com.au for more information. The Attic, proud sponsors of Triple H. Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters, the Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn and all good podcast sites and available for download at www.triplehfm.com.au. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Horns VRSL, ISC Sports and Business Plaza. Anthony Caruso with Ariane Shah as we now look to wrap up our top 10 of worst celebrity sports bands. We've already been through the 10 through to 6, one of the dishonorable mentions, and some examples, ladies and gentlemen, of what makes a good celebrity sports fan. But now it's time to turn the heat back up to 11, and we're going to crack back on. We're going to start off with a number 5, and I'll tell you what, Ariane, we've now got our first woman on this list and a quite questionable in terms of her sports support, as it seems to be only if, if it ever benefits her. Yeah, and she deserves to be on the list three times because she's had these awkward encounters with three different clubs. She claims she's a fan of the... Who are we talking Rebel, about? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Oh, let's hear this. Yeah, so she claims that she was a fan of the Ollie Miss Rebels, which is University of Mississippi club, uh, West Ham United, um, who her ex-husband Russell Brand is a solid fan of, and of cricket when she performed at the Women's World Cup final in Melbourne a couple of years ago without knowing... Without able to name a single thing about cricket in an interview prior to her performance. So, yeah, a little bit like the kind of David Beckham example in terms of um, using it for personal gain. But David Beckham knows a little bit about sport, whilst Katy Perry appears to know little to nothing. And at least David Beckham knows a lot about football. Yeah, a lot. Whereas, well, being a former player with his caliber, you would expect that he has a pretty good grasp on the game. Katy Perry, though, I mean, the only thing that was, I, look, we'll give her credit. She performed while pregnant during that concert, which is absolutely oh, incredible. Wow. Clearly, I didn't even know that. Yeah, but she was clearly upstaged by Molly Strano and her white boots. Yeah. Uh, you know, Molly Strato was the star of the show then, let's face it. So uh, Katy Perry, you can't fake, you especially can't fake fandom in a football level. You get found out very quickly. So Katy Perry in at number five. We then move on to number four, and it is a fake rugby league supporter. And I'll tell you what, Ariane, I reckon even Keith Topolsky would want to lay in on this one. Yeah, and we're talking about Michael Clark. And oh, boy. He claims to be a West Tigers fan, and, I, and I've seen him talk about this a lot in commentary and away from it, but he's never been seen at a match at Campbelltown Stadium or even Leichhardt Oval. So you can't claim to be a fan if you don't have... Um, you can't even be bothered to attend the games. And I mean, he, he he even claims it to be even from the Western suburbs side, not the Balmain side, the Western suburbs side. And he doesn't even go to Leichhardt. He doesn't. He can't go to Leichhardt Oval, let alone going to Campbelltown Stadium. 
And he probably doesn't even live that far away. So I don't know what his excuse is. Oh, really? It's just his dad's his dad's um, indoor cricket center is in Liverpool. It's a 15-minute drive from Liverpool to – not even that, maybe 10 minutes to Campbelltown. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, well, we won't be talking to him about any other teams he supports or anything to do with rugby league because he's obviously as fake a fan as you can be. Oh, it's just that's that's that is tragic. It's absolutely tragic. Claims to be the champion of the West, and you don't even go and support a West Tigers game. You are kidding yourself, Michael Clark. In at number four, we move on now to number three, and you know we we've got the king of bandwagon jumpers to come, but we need to make mention of the queen of the bandwagons. Yeah, and we're talking hear about Rihanna and she's been seen supporting the Brooklyn Nets, LA Clippers, Miami Heat, LA Lakers and the Toronto Raptors and she's probably changed her team again. But I guess... Probably changed the team in the time we've been recording this podcast as well. Definitely. And I guess if it's any consolation, um, the only thing she has kept consistent with is that every team has been a basketball team. So we'll give her credit for that. But if you want to be a fan, pick a team and stick with it. Oh, it's just, I, I don't get it. Like, does she do it for commercial gain? Does she do it because that's who her boyfriend supports? Does she do it for the lols? I mean, well, what does she actually do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess we'll never know. No, until she actually listens to this podcast and then says, you know, you know what? I, I will own up. I am actually this fan and I am actually going to try and stick with it. We all know, Ariane, that's not going to happen, is it? No. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll have the capabilities here to reach someone of her caliber. But you just never know. Oh. Things can go viral when you're least expecting them to. Well, as we've just spoken, I think uh, Rihanna has just changed club uh, teams again. I think so. Oh, yeah. The radar's on. We, we can see what's going on here. Rihanna in the bronze medal, the queen of the bandwagon jumpers. We then go move on to number two. And for those who enjoy the fact that our show is been PG or at least M rated. It is going to get a little bit raunchy for this one. So a fair warning in regards to this, this next part, but our number two, we, we, we look at her declaration of support for sport and we just look at it and just go WTF. Yeah. And this is former adult star turned sports pundit, believe it or not, Mia Khalifa. And she only claims to be a West Ham United supporter because she had a crush on Dimitri Payet. Now, talk about supporting people, but that is not a valid reason to do so. Oh, it is absolutely not. And yeah, we, we've seen, there has been some clips of Mia Khalifa trying to make herself appear as a genuine sports pundit. I'll tell you what, Mia, if you're, seriously, if you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast and you think that you're a genuine sports, sports pundit, I'll tell you what, come on the show. Put your money where your mouth is. Show us what you got in terms of being a sports pundit. Because I can tell you now, Ariane can see it. I can see it. Everyone else in Triple H sports can see it. You're nothing. You're absolutely nothing. And, and to support someone like Dimitri Payet, who got, lack of a better term, run out of town, rightly so, by the West Ham United supporters back to Olympic Marseille. I mean, Ariane, she couldn't have picked the worst person to support as well, could she? Yeah, especially uh, due to what happened to him. And maybe her 
support was a catalyst to his downfall. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, don't tell me she's pulled a Drake, has she? I think so. Oh, she has pulled a Drake. I, I think that's what I think. Is that going to go in the dictionary now? Pulling a Drake? I'll put it in if it isn't already there. Oh, it should go in the dictionary. It should go in the Macquarie, Macquarie Dictionary. If you are listening in, there is a new one for you, pulling a Drake. <laughs> uh, before we get to number one, it is time for another dishonorable mention. We're going to go back to Australia. We're going to go back to rugby league. And one that when we heard his support for this particular team, you just looked at him and just went, really? Yeah, one, I don't know why Ian Thorpe would choose to support the Bulldogs, but if you do support a team, then why wouldn't you, uh, if you do support the team, why wouldn't you line up for a post-match kebab around Belmore Bankstown? This is really sloppy, one from the team and one for the lack of effort from Thorpey. Oh, just, I mean, seriously. I mean, first off, I could, I honestly, when he said that he was a Bulldog supporter, I just looked at him and just went, hang on, what? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't buy that for a second. And then secondly, as you said, I, I could not see him in the middle of Bankstown ordering a late-night kebab after a game of rugby league. I, I cannot see it. No. He, he just doesn't seem like a rugby league fan at all. I think it's just him trying to be relevant and trying to be slightly controversial with his team choice. Oh, just, no. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, the cringe level went off the scale when I heard about this. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, recapping, before we get to number one, here are here is the list. Our two dishonorable mentions, Ian Thorpe and Piers Morgan. In 10th place, it is Lady Gaga. In ninth, Sylvester Stallone. In eighth, Drake. Seventh place, David Beckham. Sixth is Tom Cruise. Fifth is Katy Perry. Fourth, Michael Clark. Third, Rihanna. Second, Mia Khalifa. The gold medal. The number one worst celebrity sports fan. Ariane, take it away. Who has taken out the top spot? Well, this person actually has some knowledge of the NBA. We'll give him that. But Lil Wayne has changed allegiances six times over the last six years, almost like um, the number of prime ministers we've had in that time. And he's often... That's outstanding. That is outstanding. Cop that, Lil Wayne. Uh, I, I don't think you're done yet either. Yeah, and he's often picked the eventual NBA winner. So... It just shows that someone that doesn't genuinely care, they just pretend they're really good at knowing the ins and outs of the sport by just changing their team based on who's doing well. And it's really poor form. Now, does that mean that he supported the likes of the Heat, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Warriors? Yeah, that's correct. Oh my! Oh my God! Like uh, seriously, and I mean, I, I I know the stories of what he's been like courtside. I mean, Jack Nicholson, probably one of the most famous LA long-term LA Lakers fans, and someone you would say is a genuine supporter of the Lakers. He sits there, he banters, he gets right into it. Little Wayne, correct if I'm wrong, he's actually a bit of an abuse merchant as well, isn't he? Yeah, and the, and it sounds like he just picks teams during the finals or after the NBA title's already been decided and being like, oh, yeah, I'll just support these people until the next season comes around. Then depending who does well next year, I'll change my mind. Oh, that is tragic. There you are, ladies and gentlemen, your top three worst celebrity sports fan. Third place, Rihanna. Second place, Mia Khalifa. And number one, Lil Wayne. Ladies and gentlemen, for those 10 people plus the two dishonorable mentions, you should really reconsider your sports card and your worth as a sports fan. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is Splinters, the Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM. I want to thank my co-panelist, Ariane Shah, for joining us here tonight. 
And Ariane, we we can't wait to do more of these top tens. And there's going to be some savage ones to come once again. Definitely. And it's always great fun paying people out who really deserve it. But I don't think too many other people are brave enough to race them as bad as we do. Oh, no, absolutely not. This is where you come to get called out. We call out the good, we call out the bad, and we call out the straight ugly. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Splinters, the Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, and all good podcast sites and available at www.triplehfm.com.au. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Hornsby RSL, ISC Sports, and Business Plaza. On behalf of Ariane Shah, I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Good night. Thank you for joining us for Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. You can also find us streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcasts.com and all good podcast and streaming sites.